0: Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. We have a fabulous show for you today. I can't wait to get to it, but I will. Because first, we need to hear this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a terrific show for you today. We have with us Steve Graham. He is the co-owner of Toner Plastics in East Law Meadow with his wife, Jean. How are you, Steve? Good, George. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I introduced Steve that way, but I guess the way I should have introduced him was to say that uh, he is one of our difference makers for 2023, he and his wife, Jean. Most of you are familiar with our difference makers program. That's a recognition program we created several years ago to recognize people across our region who are making a difference in all kinds of different ways. In addition to uh, Steve and Gene Graham, we have Nathan Costa. He's the president of the Springfield Thunderbirds. We have Claudia Pazmani, executive director of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce, and Gabrielle Gould, executive director of the Amherst Business Improvement District. They're being honored together. We have Gary Rome. He's the president and CEO of the Gary Rome Auto Group. We have Helix Human Services, formerly the Children's Study Home. The Springfield Ballers, Burns Maxey, board president of City Space in East Hampton, and Henry Thomas, president and CEO of the Urban League of Springfield, the retiring Henry Thomas. So we've got a great slate coming up on April 27th. First of all, congratulations, Steve, to you and Gene. Thank you very much,
1: George. We're we're honored and we we really appreciate it.
0: Okay. Difference Makers is coming up. Our event is uh, April 27th at the Law Cabin. We have an exciting full list of honorees this year. We invite you to look into that at businesswest.com. Uh, ticket information is available at that same website. We'd love to have you come out and honor people. Uh, people like Steve and Gene, who have a, a wonderful story, as all of our honorees do. Uh your business owners in Islam Meadow, your own toner plastics. We're going to hear a little bit about that, but you're very much involved in the community as well. Uh, and I guess we can start uh, with a subject that uh, everyone uh, loves, and that's ice cream. Uh, <laughs> Steve and Jane, as as many of you might know, are are the owners of they they created uh, something in Islam Meadow called the Depot at Graham Central Station. This is the old train depot in the center of East Meadow that was vacant for some years, and you guys turned it into an ice cream parlor, but you tell the story. (laughs) Well, thank you, George. Uh, The depot sits
1: right in the spot that it was originally built back in 1876, and it it went dormant about 30 or 40 years ago, and we had an opportunity to to buy the building in 2010 to keep it from being demolished. And then in 2020, we were fortunate enough to convince the owner of the land to sell us the land underneath it. And um, we had always looked at it as a great spot for a little cafe or an ice cream shop. And so that's exactly what we did. We, we opened an ice cream shop, in, and it was actually 20, 2021 and then put a little cafe in there in 2022. Um, and we've got a whole bunch of little kids playing in the front yard on the nice weather, and we added a little train that runs on a track um, in September of 22. And so now we got a little train running around in the back, and it's it's a lot of fun for the kids.
0: Okay. Again, this is just one of the examples of uh, of things that you folks do in the community, um, things that make you a difference maker. And and one of them uh, again is just being a not just a business owner, but a business owner that's uh, very responsive to the needs of your workforce, and has worked to help them in a number of ways. Tell us a little bit about Toner Plastics and and some of the work we do with your employees. Well, Toner Plastics is my
1: wife and I founded that business about 34 years ago now and it um it's a manufacturing facility uh, located on industrial drive Um, we've been fortunate to be able to grow it and uh, we have customer base that includes some well-known names like walmart and hobby lobby for our craft products and um We have some medical device products that are made both in East Longmeadow and elsewhere. But with regard to the employees, I think any business owner would say that's the most important part of their success. And we just have a great group of people. And uh, one of the things that we've tried to do is to make all our people feel that they can get ahead in this world and provide what they need for their families. Uh, And one of the ways we do that um, is we have a loan program that we started many years ago. And the loan program allows anyone to borrow money for any reason they want. They don't have to tell us what the reason is and they can pay it back at whatever uh, schedule they'd like. So if they want to pay a dollar a week, or ten dollars a week, or a hundred dollars a week, it's up to them. They set the schedule. There's no interest on the loans. Um, we've had this in place for about thirty years, and I, I don't remember anybody who has taken advantage of it. Um, Good to hear. So that's 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 one of the things we, we we've tried to do for all our, our people.
0: So a lot of other. Uh initiatives that you're into as far as uh, work in the community. Uh, I want to talk a lot about wrestling. You were a wrestler yourself in college. Uh, Then you coached wrestling. You have coached wrestling at the high school level, the college level, and now you're involved in a program here at Springfield, the Grit and Gratitude Wrestling Academy, uh, teaching young people the The ins and outs of wrestling, uh, and when you and I talked for your your Difference Maker story several weeks back, uh, you talked about wrestling. uh, There was a passion in your voice that I I noticed right away, talking about not just the sport itself, but all the lessons that it can provide for young people. Do you want to kind of share that with our our listeners here?
1: I'd love to, George. Um, Wrestling has been... A, a big part of my life for many years. And as you said, I I've coached on the collegiate level at Springfield college, as well as the high school level at East long high school. And now we have this wrestling Academy that uh, a couple other coaches from Springfield and I started two years ago. Uh, the sport of wrestling is, is, is very unique. It's, it's an individual sport with the team component, but the emphasis on, Perseverance, uh, discipline, sacrifice uh, builds really a tremendous amount of mental toughness. And we feel, me and the other coaches, that it's, it's a great way to improve the lives of, of any young person um, because it, it is such a difficult sport just to make it through practice. And, and our goal in the wrestling academy, it's in the north end of Springfield on Bernie Ave. Um, our goal is to just try to change the the direction of, of kids' lives through the sport of wrestling um, by not only teaching them the sport, but <clears throat> helping them understand what it takes to be successful in life at a very simplified level through wrestling. Um we have kids that start at five years old, and they go through high school, and we we have some college students as well that come down and train with us. Mm-hmm. but it's um, it's just wonderful to to see the kids out there and to know what they're they're experiencing, even the the younger ones, and they don't quite realize what they're getting. they're They're getting the ability to to take the punishment that life.
0: Mm -hmm. Hands out to you and be successful. Okay. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Steve Graham, who, with his wife Jean, are being honored by Business West as difference makers for 2023. We'll be introducing some more of our difference makers in the coming weeks. But uh, we're talking with Steve about uh, all the many ways that, that people can make a difference and the ways that he and Jean make a difference. So, Getting back to the wrestling, uh, you talked about the the lessons that it provides for young people and uh, kind of the the life lessons. Talk a little bit more about the the value in bringing these people together uh, in the north end of Springfield. Uh, uh, this goes well beyond just showing them the wrestling holds and the maneuvers and and all that. Uh, talk some more about uh, what they take away from this
1: Sure. Um, well, as you might imagine, we have a mixed mixed uh, group of kids. We have a lot of kids from Springfield. Um, we have kids from the neighboring communities. They come in from Connecticut, so the 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 mix is is a very good mix. Um, our coaching staff is exceptional when it comes to the kids, and we're we're teaching them. Um, How important respect is as well. One of our coaches, Dave Alvarado, who has been at Putnam for 26 years as the head coach, uh, is a captain in the sheriff's department. Um, He demands that the kids show up on time. He demands that they, even the little ones, um, help their parents during the week and asks them what chores they've done during the week that help their parents. We're very conscious of of the appearance of the kids when they go to tournaments, and we we want them to to look good and to be proud of the way they look. And we have another great coach in in, uh, Darby McLaughlin, who spent 20 years plus at Central, and he's absolutely exceptional with all ages of the kids. Um, and if you ever come, if you're ever in the area, come down to see us through Bernie Ave and see what's happening with these young, very young students and how they're just focused on on something that is going to improve their lives. They're not concerned with any of the politics or any of the things that you hear about on TV. It's just wonderful to see.
0: All right, in a couple of minutes we have left, let's go back to. One of my favorite subjects, and that's ice cream. Uh, the uh, the Train Depot project, uh, this kind of seemed like a long shot. It seemed like a property that was just destined to, to deteriorate and, and maybe be torn down someday. How did this come about, and, and at what point did you decide that this was something you were just going to going to do, kind of ride out all the the red tape with the town and all the, the hassles of, of renovating this project. Uh, seems like something a lot of people might have given up on because it would become too difficult and too time-consuming and too expensive. But uh, you and Gene didn't do that. Well, the the
1: depot is sort of an iconic building for East Longmeadow. It's, it's part of the town seal, I think. <clears throat> it's on their website or has been for many years. And when it was slated, that area was slated for development, we thought we, we've got to find a way to save that building one way or another. So we, we talked to the owner of the property and said, if if you will sell us the building, we, we'd like to do something with it. But if we can't on your land, we'll move it. But we just wanted to first protect it. So that was the primary goal initially. The In the back of our minds, again, we thought it would always be a nice spot for an ice cream shop and so we continued to to try and buy the land um it it has been it, it has been a long time it took us 10 years to get the land and then we started the project in the middle of covid but this is really something that the community is enjoying and it's just so much fun to see uh whenever whenever i go down there i see a friend and people are walking along the the walking trail and we invite them to just sit on the on a park bench we have a bunch of park benches around and sometimes we have music but there's always kids playing in the front it's just great to see something that the community can enjoy and that's what we wanted uh, so the, the town was fine actually we didn't have too too much uh to do with the town um but it, it's it's a it's an honor and a pleasure to have the ability to do something in the community like this. And that that's what Gene and I have really felt all along.
0: Okay. Again, congratulations for your work with that. I highly recommend the strawberry. Do you have a favorite <laughs> flavor yourself? or? Um,
1: well, we have a bunch of good, good flavors. Uh, the chocolate is exceptional. It, it's, it's won some awards.
0: And who makes the ice cream for you?
1: Uh, we get the we get the ice cream out of a uh, creamery in Maine.
0: Okay. Very, very good. Uh, Steve, one of the reasons we started uh, Difference Makers was to inspire others to kind of find their own way to make a difference in the community, their own way to give back. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that for other people as they hear your story or hear the other stories that they're going to hear on April 27th? Uh, how do you get started first of all and and what do you think about when it comes to to giving back? well I I think that most people
1: um are prone to to giving back and helping others. I think it's it's somewhat natural for human beings to feel that way and we all have a different capacity to do so and uh I I, I think that. anyone who wants to make a difference can make a difference. It it can be as simple as showing somebody respect who you know has suffered from not receiving respect from others. Um, In fact, that's probably one of the most important things we all can do is is show respect for others. And uh, you don't need a lot of money. Um, you, you don't need a lot of resources. You can do it with, with very simple gestures and, and, and a little bit of time. And so, uh, and I think a lot of people do that naturally, but, um, if, if people look for opportunities, there, there's just a ton of them. You you can go into a, it, you know sometimes I'll, I'll i'll say to one of my daughters let's see whose day we can make today and you know maybe you give somebody a little bigger tip than they're expecting in a restaurant or or you you do something very simple for them but it doesn't take a lot
0: oh absolutely it doesn't well and thank you for reminding everybody of that it doesn't take a lot but uh, it does take some thought and uh, if we think about that every day, I think the the world will be a better place. So thank you for your help in making it a better place. And, and thank you for coming on Business Talk. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, George. Okay. We'll see you on April 27th, if not before then, for some strawberry. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you again. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.